Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Welcome back, you guys. You are listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelissero, at Sam Pelissero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. I am back with my sister, the one, the only... Becca! Hey! hey. <laughs> so I am home for the holidays, and what better time to then, you know, record a solo episode with Rebecca. The favorite sibling. <laughs> Shh. Uh, <laughs> And because last episode was episode nine, and it was a combination of all of our siblings, but we obviously had originally planned just to do one of just you and I, and then I, we felt guilty, you know, <laughs> without everyone. So since everyone has been a part of one, we don't feel guilty anymore, and we can just do our own motherfucking episode of the podcast together. But what topic would be better than the fact that, obviously, because we're siblings, we are both military brats. So my dad was in the army, and then my stepdad, who is for Becca's father was also in the army. So we both grew up moving around the entire world, having Art. so many weird experiences. And that is the topic of the day is being a military brat. It was our entire childhood. Literally. Yeah. Literally yeah. defined us. Yeah. 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 And I always say that I have to, unfortunately, credit my control issues in my life to the fact of being a military brat. I have mm-hmm. so many issues with control, whether it's with a boss, with a friend, with a significant other. And I, I never needed a therapist to tell me that. I never needed to go to someone to crack the code of why I have so many control issues. It's just because I'd had no control over my life growing up. There was always, the fate was always in someone's hand. And I guess you can say, well, Sam, obviously when you're a kid, you don't have as much control of your life. Yeah. But I didn't have anything stable. I know mom's going to knock me for saying that. You had a stable (laughs) job. But it was, it's very, it's very uncommon to be a kid who every two to three years of your life, you're, you're going somewhere else. You're moving somewhere. Mm -hmm. And because of that, when things change at my job, whether it's a new person comes in, we do something new, um, we order from somewhere new, I have this weird anxiety moment of panic. Because I don't know the outcome. No, I get that. Because going on right now, I'm getting a new... One of my roommates in my house graduated, so we're getting a new roommate for the next semester. Mm -hmm. And I knew nothing about the situation. Mm -hmm. He wasn't giving us any information. I'm like, okay, we're getting a random person moving into our house. He's going to be living with us. Like, we're very... It's a very close group of friends. Yeah. And just bringing someone completely random and not yeah. literally not having any control over that situation. Mm-hmm. It's like been stressing me out so bad. Of course. And I've been trying to talk to my roommate about it, the one who's leaving, and he's just not making it any easier. Well, so he's, of course, he's not going to. Yeah. It's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different story. <laughs> Every that's single one we year. can't share on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, so that was one of the things I, I really wanted to start off with is the fact that I, I just have so many control issues. And I've been where I am in, in New Jersey for almost 10 years now. And what's so interesting is that in the first three to four years, I was having these like weird like yes, moments yes. of... I need to move. 
Yeah. You, you feel that way mm-hmm. because of when, yeah work. when we moved to maryland i was like after like two or three years i'm like okay something just feels weird like i'm getting really antsy like yeah something doesn't feel right uh-huh. and emma and i came to the realization we're like oh shit like we move every two years like yeah 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 so it was yeah. just really weird to think about totally and now being here for eight years now yeah yeah and now that i'm applying for grad school i'm like bye like not applying to maryland like no, see I get ya. It. yeah yeah like, absolutely I need to be somewhere else totally like, I'm so used to not having that stable lifestyle. And, Absolutely. But it's interesting though, because like knowing like so many of my friends have like known each other their entire lives, like especially in high school, like mm-hmm, we like, grew mm-hmm, up together, mm-hmm. especially in a small town like Bel Air. It's and I just like coming into that, I'm like, I can't imagine like knowing the same people my entire life. Like, oh, same. I mean, for me, I'm kind of okay with it because it allowed you and I to always have a clean slate. Mm-hmm. No one could hold something stupid you said during this time or that time or this time or that time. But at the same time, you and I are lucky because we are still friends with people from our childhood. Like, you know, for example, you know, you have friends from where we, where we first lived in New Jersey, but they're not like your super close friends, but they're still your friends. But still knowing them. And we actually, when we were at one of their daughters, so they have two daughters like our age and we're at her graduation party we're like, oh my god, we've known each other for sixteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like that's so wild because uh-huh. like they were also a military family growing up on the yep. base in New Jersey. Yep. And so they don't have they have the same experience as us. Yes. We're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's oh, so yeah. wild. Yeah. And it's so interesting too is that my best friend, obviously Ryan, and who? I <laughs> who who <laughs> You know, he and I met when we lived in when we, when we moved to New Jersey in two thousand and three, and we lived there for five years before we all left in two thousand and eight. And unfortunately, that was the year before or the summer before my senior year is when we moved. Mm-hmm. But Ryan moved there the year before us in 2002. And then he never left. His family was able to stay through the closing of Fort Monmouth. And then they've never left New it's Jersey. one of the rare ones. <laughs> so rare. But what's so interesting, too, is I don't know if you've experienced this. But anyone that I've met and befriended during my time in New Jersey has always said that New Jersey was for some reason this milestone in their life that they always go back to and for some reason it was always one of the most or the most significant places they ever lived and i feel that way i thought it was always just me i thought it was, it was always just me because i i grew up from 13 to 17 which was a, a very core chunk yeah. of your life there and i thought maybe oh that's why i always refer to it as a place that you know was like the top place i ever lived but anyone i've met even if they lived there for 2 years a year Mm-hmm. They, they're obsessed with it. And it's so interesting to me. You know, I think actually I was thinking about this when we like decided on this topic. Um, that was the only place we actually lived on base. Everyone there was military family. Everywhere oh, else I've lived, yeah. I have never lived on base. That was the well, only place. We were base adjacent. <laughs> we lived off of base. We weren't on the base. We were in the housing. But it's military housing, though. Yes. Everywhere else I lived, it was just like, oh, like under And I, I think you're right now. And now that I think about it, maybe that was another bonding moment was we were all in these identical duplex houses in this neighborhood on a golf course off base, which we were lucky, by the way, because I heard nightmare stories of when you live on base, it's your friends just can't stop by because you have to get a clearance to get onto oh the base. <laughs> you know, every time you want to go somewhere, it's a hassle to get out and in into the base and all the stuff with us. It was just we were in an open public area, mm-hmm. but it's happened to be private was, military, yeah, housing. military housing. So we were so lucky there. Yeah, I actually, I don't know if I actually know anyone that has lived on base. So like that'd be interesting to. I was, have a lot of military friends. Yeah, what was weird now. too was that with the summer that we all moved, a couple of the families in the neighborhood left and moved on to base, which I thought was oh, so weird. Yeah, like why would you want to And go? <laughs> they had like a year or two left and they just picked up and moved on to base. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm Unless like, why would you waste that? Forced to? Like, no, no, they to- weren't. There was like, w- there was a lot of opens because the, the base was closing. So mm-hmm. people weren't moving in. But so the houses on base were nicer. So even even though they only had a year left before they had to leave, they would just pick up and move on to base, which I thought – I remember thinking, I'm like, that's such a hassle. Yeah, moving itself is a hassle. <laughs> like, but we become pros at it. Let me oh, tell yeah. you. What was, what was so weird to me, and I'll never forget this, was when I lived with my ex-boyfriend, when we moved in together, he had, he had so much anxiety about how, you know – 
how the post office knows you changed your address and how you go about that. And and to us, it's so easy. We mm-hmm. know all those tips and tricks. And, you know, you move this, you do that, you just you apply to that and, and you submit this form. And it's so easy. And you, you go to the DMV and yada, yada, whatever, done. You get a sticker and you're good to go. And he just was so anxious about all this stuff and and is the landlord gonna know and and da 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 and da 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 and I remember being all of a sudden realizing that oh my god we are so privileged to have all these weird experiences that people don't experience till they're 18, till they're 25, yeah. sometimes 30 when they move out for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's even moving like moving to college, like yeah. It's like you still it's a moving process, it's obviously not the same as completely changing where you live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's often the first move for people and yeah. that's stressful for them. And totally. they, so they don't get to experience it until they get a job after college or yes. or they get a job after they graduate high school or whatever yeah. you do with your life. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, yeah, we just got so lucky and now moving is just such a breeze. And I'm like, okay, like Oh, I know. I think the next place. <laughs> I also think that's a reason why I didn't feel the need to go away to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously did go away to college. I moved out moved out of the house and I moved to New Jersey, but I went to a community college. But I didn't need that whole college experience because I think what it was for me, one, I'm not a partier, so I didn't wouldn't crave that part of my life. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is I had my time away from my parents. I also saw the world, so I didn't need to go somewhere to experience something new and use college as the, the vessel for me to be able to go somewhere new. Mm-hmm. I had it my entire life. And I have other friends and even like Ryan, for instance, he wanted the college experience, but he didn't feel like leaving necessarily. He applied to other schools, but he stayed in New Jersey. He stayed 10 minutes away from where we grew up. He went to the university in town. So I think it's really interesting that a lot of college, not college kids, sorry, military kids tend to stay local when they go to college. They'll still go to university Mm -hmm. like you did. But it's like I don't have that desire to like, oh, I, I need to go to a college in in India to really experience the world because I've yeah. never done it. I have never left this small podunk town. You and I are like, girl, let me tell you about the world. <laughs> I saw it when I was five, you know. <laughs> it's whatever. It's not that great. Yeah, it's not right? special. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't feel the need to travel either that much for me. Really? For me, I just – I think one, it is I like my comfort and I like home and – also, what you'd lack and I have is, yeah, you also moved a lot. But, you know, with me having my mom or having mom and then my dad divorced, mm-hmm. I also had an extra set of of places that my dad moved as well. Yeah. So it wasn't as if dad, my dad moved out and then he lived somewhere forever. But, like, you know, we all moved around because he got out of the military the second, you know, he divorced our mom, but he also moved around every year or two while he was trying to find jobs and trying yeah. to get get a new life after the divorce. So for years and years and years, every time we moved, he moved. So I kept seeing other places too. It was like I was getting another set of places to check off my um, like unintentional bucket list of yep. traveling the entire country and sometimes the world. I know. I'm like, all right, 35 states down already. I'm I like, know. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's like, and 30 of them are all identical. Thanks, Kansas and, and <laughs> oh Indiana. Oh my I'm like driving across the country oh. through the Midwest. Oh, I know. Do it twice. Like, yeah, yeah, awful. yeah. And I've done it a thousand times. Yeah. Girl, I have to tell you <laughs> the story. Okay, okay. <laughs> you got me. It, it's not a competition. Yeah, right. <laughs> got it. I know. Seriously. I mean, and I'm also lucky to have the job I have now where I get to travel like you know twice a year to either Mm -hmm. a place in the country or even out of the country but even then too it's like this is great and all but i like home no i get the need to like settle down you're like i haven't had this and yeah nice to have just that that constant in your life Mm -hmm. because you lack that in your entire life like i still i'm still pretty young like i'm not Mm -hmm. settled yet like i still want to see so much which is why i want to go to school somewhere else but yeah 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 eventually like that won't be the life i want like i don't want to move every year absolutely and i want once i find my place like i'll stay there yeah yeah so but no i totally get like not the need to travel you're like absolutely eh, seen enough <laughs> yeah i mean absolutely yeah i mean what's so funny too is that when ever we moved again looking back new jersey was the golden place that we lived for me <laughs> but every place that we moved i remember being so against it when we got there oh, yeah. and thinking to myself if i complain enough if I throw enough temper tantrums, we'll just move back to wherever we just moved from. I, I mean, I don't remember the early places, even when we lived in Belgium where you, we had, we had you. Uh, I, <laughs> it, I don't remember throwing a t- temper tantrum there because I was too young, you know. Mm-hmm. But I remember going from 
Georgia, where then we had Emma. So going from Georgia to Massachusetts, I remember throwing a fit. And then specifically Massachusetts to New Jersey, I remember trying to find every reason to move back. Not during the summer, but it was like once we started the school year. The summer was all kind of a blur to me. It always is. It always is. It's just hectic. And then you get used to it. You're like, and you're okay, a kid. it's like the whole moving process. Like, that's oh, yeah. Just you oh, guys yeah. As a kid, like, you don't really understand what's happening. Like, your mm-hmm. whole life is being mm-hmm. packaged into boxes right in front of oh, you. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're yeah. like, okay, now we're in an empty house with, like, well, eating off a paper plate. <laughs> but for you, it was different. And then another reason why, even though we grew up together, we had different experiences. You were always there for the move. Alex and I always left, like, the week or two after school ended while the yeah. house was still intact. And oh, we would really? go for a month and a half to visit our dad. Oh, so and you so, missed that whole process. So you guys would move during wow. that time. So basically, it was it always felt surreal. Not surreal. I don't. I don't know if that is the right word, but it just felt um, easy, almost and effortless for us to move around so much because Alex and I would literally just pack our bags with clothes, go to our dad's for a month and a half in Denver, Colorado, and then fly into wherever we were now living just come back to a new house and and everything was always set up mm-hmm. our bedroom was set up like we never That's had so to unbox weird. anything i don't think i ever knew that really yeah. you guys like weren't there yep yeah we were never there and the only time we ever i ever experienced it was when we lived in new jersey because we had like we moved the week of my last week of school mm-hmm. so it was i literally like the the moving truck was in our front yard like on my last day of school we oh were like God. we were finishing on on um, or I guess emptying the entire house. Like I packed up my my room then, and that and that's what was the. I remember crying and sobbing, mm-hmm. painting over the walls and everything. Like that was like the only time I ever experienced a, one of our moves. And it's even your- I mean, even in San Diego, the the year after um, school when I lived with you guys in San Diego, I still you wasn't left. there for that move. I yeah, left. you left before we moved out yeah. across the country, that's West Virginia. So interesting. That's so wild. I never yeah. realized that. Yeah, so that's so. probably like was so scary for you at that age too. Like actually seeing everything being packed up and seeing everything leaving. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that being my favorite place where there for five years, mm-hmm. those, those longest place that we we had ever lived at that point. Yep, and I was weird. That was like elementary school, and like that was really hard for me because I like actually was able to make like really good friends. Like yeah. elementary school. Yeah, and sorry. Yeah. Um, and then living every other place like for two years, mm-hmm. it was weird. Like for your first year when you moved to a new place, like you're still like making friends, like mm-hmm. meeting everyone. And then by the second year, you're like, okay, kind of like got my group. And they're like, okay, bye. Like, yeah. I've been leaving. Like, <laughs> see you never. I mean, like, that's absolutely what it is. I That f- happened to me every single time. And that's why I think I complained so much when we got to New Jersey because I had just got into my group. Yeah. And then, like, you're like, oh, like, I'll stay in touch. But, like, you don't – tears isn't enough to know someone well enough. You're like, I know. okay, like, yeah, I'm your friend. But I know. you're not my best friend in the world. Like, yeah, yeah. We tried. And <laughs> actually, we moved from – this is a funny story. We moved from California to Virginia – in California, I had this friend, Emma. That's going to get really confusing. But <laughs> she, when I went to Virginia, like we like stayed in touch or whatever. And she actually came out and visited us. That was the one time I had a friend from a different place to like, come out and visit us. And it was just such an awful experience for her. Why? She was so homesick. Like that was my was sixth grade. She was crazy homesick. She had cry like every day. Like, she was not talking to her mom. Like, I felt so bad. What? And I think that was, like, her first time, like, being so far away from her parents, like, being across the country. Yeah. And then after that, we just, like, never talked again. But, yeah, I felt so bad that she That's just, like... That's crazy. We tried, and there's just ended up being, like, this, like, awful experience. Like, it was nice for me, like, nice to, like, see her and stuff. How long was she there for? Like, maybe a week. A week? Yeah, but maybe, like, five days. Like, it wasn't... It was, like, wow. long enough. Like, it wasn't, like, crazy long. I mean but, that is you no, know, that's crazy long. I always expected maybe two days, like a like a short weekend. No, I think it was like maybe like five days or something. Whoa. Yeah. And I mean, she's young, like you're what twelve? Like this might probably her first flight, like by herself or something. That's like, crazy. And that was the one time I had a friend visit and never talked again and like never experienced that again. Like I just don't. I mean, other that's than the our families, the Stevens, like people we knew from yeah. from New Jersey, New, New, of New course, Jersey. yeah, yeah, that end up moving all down to Maryland. Which is also weird. Yeah, everyone from Fort Monmouth, like, end now up lives moved, moved in, down to Maryland at some point. Yeah, yeah, which so, is so random. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I've known these people my whole life, yeah. but we missed like a ten year gap in yeah, the middle. Yeah, and that's so interesting. Yeah, but other than like those people, just because they live here, like I've not stayed in touch with like anyone, like. I think I follow some people on Instagram from Virginia. Oh, it's really? kind of it's kind of weird because like I that was during my emo phase in middle school. 
Fuck. And I'm, I missed that. Oh, yeah. Be glad you missed that. <laughs> it was not a good look. My hot topic phase. I like, can't. I remember the pants. Preteen eggs. Oh, the pants. My one black leg, one red. Wait, really? <laughs> like, yeah. I like some weird pattern ones, like checkered ones. I I remember the black with like the with like the red, really like thin pinstripe pants. Oh yes. Oh yeah. yes. Got some good pictures from that time. Like, oh god, that was not a good time. That is so funny. Like, like graphic tease you would get from Hot Topic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's like my mom doesn't know. Doesn't know what I don't know, but she just doesn't know. <laughs> she just doesn't know. Like, she doesn't it's like it's all it says on the shirt. Like my mom doesn't know. I'm pretty sure I had like a My Little Pony one because that was like a thing. Oh yeah. was like that was like the fad. Is right? that so weird? It's yeah. like grungy My Little Pony. I'm yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> you know, you don't get to mix I'm, those two worlds. I'm dark and goth and hate people, but I love My Little Pony. I know. Like. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, so I had my little pony shirt. Not my again, not my best not my best look. So it's probably so weird for those people that I knew in Virginia, like see me on social media now. I'm like, oh look, I'm normal. Yeah, I promise. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Uh, years and years and years ago I went back on Facebook. This is easily six plus years ago, trying to find people that I was friends with in Georgia and in mm-hmm. Massachusetts. And a lot of them like rejected my friend request because they probably didn't remember me. Yeah. But I am a very like visual uh, person. So oh, yeah. I, I recognize I, people so easily. Exactly. And I always feel like people never know me. Oh, to- totally. Exactly. Also, I was like shorter. I mean, I was younger then, but also a little chubbier then. So I just do not look <laughs> anything like phase. myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My husky <laughs> phase. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget really s- sidebar when I was in Oliver Twist. Um, and if that, if that video is here, I'm taking it back with me. Um, oh, we got to find that now. But Oliver Twist in sixth grade. And remember that was when I was in my husky phase and the costume designer was asking for our shirt sizes and pant sizes and everything. And she's like, what's your pant size? And I said, husky. She goes, okay, but like, what's your pants? Size? I was like, oh, sorry, like 30, 30, but husky. Yeah. And my pants were so big on, like, were so big on me. Because I think I was losing weight then. Yeah. It was like, like the, the, um, the downfall of the husky face. Well, it was like the, the puberty was kicking in. Yeah. So like my metabolism was spiking. Up, yeah. Like, yeah. You got taller and like. But yeah, so I remember she, I remember I was like husky because that's all I knew. That's all that's I knew. Because yeah. mom and I would go to Old Navy and she would just get husky jeans. Oh. Which is like so. That's kind of wrong. They would label it that. I, I was like, I was gonna say, there's no way in 2019 that, that there's husky jeans. No, no, it would be. A, that would not old be. Old Navy oh would my. be canceled. 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 <laughs> old Navy, you're canceled. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Ryan's FaceTiming us. Let's answer uh, it. Ryan. Shmi, we're on the pod. You're on the podcast. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, everyone. Ryan's on the podcast. It's his birthday. Special guest. <laughs> hey. Shmi, you get your macaroons. Ooh! <laughs> Did you like them? Yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. Of course, I want a little surprise for when you got back from your haircut. Oh. <laughs> I'm so dead. We're talking about McGill right now. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, the whole episode is about being a military brat. What'd you say? Yeah, honestly. Right. Oh, well, it's, it's just it's just Beck and I's stories, so it's just me yelling at little girls and stuff like that. So, <laughs> your Back haircut looks good. I know. Oh my <laughs> god, I know. You were <laughs> so dead. Well, all right. All righty, bye, Shmi. Bye, Jode. Bye. bye. Anyways, what were you saying? Uh, anyway, I have no idea. <laughs> What were we saying? Oh, Old Navy, canceled. Oh, yeah. Old Navy, yeah, canceled. So, moving on. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll go right into when we lived in New Jersey. I was so protective over you guys because you guys were so sweet and, like, little and innocent and cute little, like, balls of adorableness. And I would get really pissed off when other little girls would bully you guys. It was oh rare. It was rare. But when they would, it's that funny. Because looking back, I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah we just saw a picture um, of the McGill times. Because, guys, by the way, our neighborhood was McGill Circle. That's why we call it McGill. And this little girl was such a bitch. She was our neighbor. And she was such a little bitch. Like that, you know, like when a four-year-old, I'm like, you are such a little bitch. I'm sorry, but yes. Like I guarantee you right now, that girl is probably like She's probably in jail. She, no, not in or jail. Not no, no, not no, 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 not like that. But she's probably just like an asshole. She's probably like some like Kelly who goes to a bar every night and drinks a white claw and like goes home with some guy and is like, Oh my god, are you gonna be my trash? She probably sends like strings of text messages if you don't text her back. Anyways, <laughs> anyway. um, I'm like clocking on a four-year-old girl. How <laughs> dare you, Sam? She's a bitch. <laughs> and so, she was, though. Even I knew 
do that. <laughs> but so I would be so defensive over you guys that I would always end up like this. I almost said grown man. I was not a grown man. I was like 12 and 13, 14 at the max when this happened. But I would yell at these little girls. And I'm like, I'm going to tell your mother. And like, you better. Then Sam, you go and tell her. And I would tell their mother. And they're like, Sam, you are too old to be dealing with little girls i'm like but they're bullying my my sisters saying yeah. so you tell your daughter to back the fuck up for i do something yeah and, and a like mom- all, yeah, like, you better back the fuck up <laughs> like, <laughs> and he, but yeah and, 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 and it's, it's just like i would get so riled up because i would realize back then if i was me now i'm like oh no it's just the parents are being bad parents they don't know how oh, to raise yeah. their kids but as a young kid, I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. So being in that secluded neighborhood where it was like we were under like a dome, basically, where there's no other people around us besides each other, that I would get so involved in whatever what was going on with everyone. And there was a time where I'm not kidding you. So shout out to Kendall and Alex when um, our friends didn't get along with them. And they would try to like outsmart everyone. And she was like, yeah, well, guess what? I'm going to go home and read my doctor's manual. And I was like, hey, you can shove your doctor's manual up your little ass, you little 11-year-old bitch. <laughs> and I mean, I was like, not even. She was probably like nine then. Yeah. And I'm yelling at these nine-year-old girls. But back then, in my mind, I was at their same level. Yeah. But looking outside of it, I'm like, that is terrifying. <laughs> and also. But they didn't. They weren't afraid of you at all. They were someone else. Oh, yeah. Like, I, uh, girl. Uh, that's yeah. a whole other story. That's a whole other episode. Uh. <laughs> Ryan has to be there for that. But did you realize that our house in New Jersey was haunted? I've talked about this on the podcast. I've talked yeah, I talked about I this. I remember one I always remember the story about when Alex moved out yes. and you could like on the bunk bed and you t- could hear someone moving around yeah. like oh like Alex moved around they're like wait but wait I mean, a second. There'd all, I mean there would also just be times where That's whether what? we were home alone or not there would, I would always hear someone walking around upstairs and we were really? all downstairs. There would be times where lights would flicker. Um I could always just, like I never felt alone in the house. Mm-hmm. But, like, in my apartment, I feel alone. And this house, when there's no one here, like, I feel alone because, like, this house is new. There's no one clearly ever died in it. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but even our house in Massachusetts, that house. I, see, I, I barely remember Haunted that. as fuck. <laughs> I mean, come on. There was, okay, so you ready for this creepy shit? Oh, yes. So inside of Alex and my bedroom, we had a closet, right? But there was a closet inside of the closet so but it was one of those like you touch the 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 wall and it kind of like creaks open oh yeah like every horror movie sound ever and it was kind of like a little crawl space but i was like i'm convinced that like back in the day that was like some kids like hideaway oh my god or like during the underground railroad because like they were finally up in the north, but in case like mm-hmm. people came came looking for their slaves, that was like a place to. I'm like I'm not even joking. Like there was a lot of that stuff in the north. I was even my my friend Becky talks about it on yeah. in episode twenty, that inside of her her chimney there was like weird areas where like the walls like pushed out. What? To, and like people think historians and her, her house is like historical think that that's where like the slaves would hide up in the chimney. So oh if you look God. up, it just looks like it goes straight up. But actually, there's like an indent in the wall for someone to hide inside of the chimney. That's so wild. Yeah. So I think our house in Massachusetts had a lot of character. Mm-hmm. But it also, again, that basement was creepy. Yeah. You don't know what kind of stuff went on there. Yeah. Oh, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. And the haunted barn. I don't, I don't we, remember. I, I, all there I remember. stables. It was like a stables. There all I remember was the Willow Tree. That's like my, oh, only, yeah. that's like my yeah. only memory of Massachusetts. Yeah. It was weird. And I, and I don't know if ghosts can follow you. But I used to always have this theory <laughs> that the Massachusetts ghost followed us to our house in New Jersey. What? I always just had that kind of like, you know, like idea. Yeah. Be- because then after that, we all broke apart. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know, the ghost could have followed us from Massachusetts. Ghost is part of the family now. Like, yeah, okay, you, oh you my, move, I move. <laughs> oh my God, right. Also, our house in Georgia. Yeah, I don't that, remember Georgia at all. Well, so the only thing that, I, I mean, I remember a lot about it, but one of the things that I laugh about is, you know how Alex went through his, like, bad guy phase then? <laughs> yeah. Like, stole, like, the, the the ball from the bottom of a mouse and all that stuff? Well, <laughs> I went through a little bit of a bad guy phase, and Ooh. I'm finally admitting this to Ooh. the camera. But. Shmi special. The Shmi special, but I'm going to share it after the break. Uh. We'll be right back. And we are back. So 
What I would do is I wouldn't steal things from a store like Alex. I wasn't like a full-on klepto thief, but I would steal things from other kids. But then I would always give them back, right? Give them back. I would like borrow them without asking. Like I would straight up like borrow them without asking. One time this kid had a red Power Ranger and we and I had the red Power Ranger, so I took it out of his backpack. He freaked out for a whole day, the whole nine yards, and then I brought it back like the next day or two days later. Um, did one you, time, like, give it right back to him, or did you just like kind of sneak it back in his backpack? Oh no, I I, I had to sneak it back in his backpack, <laughs> and I'll never forget his face like the next day when he was like, "What? <laughs> what?" He was like, "It's back in there." Um, one time I took this kid's. I think it was the first Rugrats movie. Yes, because I had the monkeys in it. He had some you know shitty watch that came out of, out of like a McDonald's. Kids, yeah. kid, kids, toy, um, happy meals, happy meals, and it was like a scratch and sniff, and it smelled like bananas. Like, like, like if you scratch the the band, it smelled like bananas. Oh my god! First but of all, you. <laughs> I know. So I literally stole that for like 24, 48 hours, and then brought it back. It was so. It was just like so like, weird. Perfect. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then, so like that's like a strong memory. The number one thing that I did, and I don't know why. But so where our bunk bed was, there was a space between the bunk bed and our dresser. And I literally don't know how I discovered, I do not know how I discovered this. But one day, maybe I was cleaning, maybe I was like playing with my toys or something. But if I had pressed against the baseboard and the carpet, this like opening opened up. Oh my God. And you could like put things in there. Your secret stash. But you can never get them back. You couldn't get it out. So I would start. Sh- like, I, I I think I was almost curious to see like how far back it got. That I started with like a like one pencil, and the pencil like went under the carpet behind the baseboard, and then it wouldn't come back. And I was like, well, maybe like maybe if I just keep shoving things back there, <laughs> eventually it'll stop. And it never stopped. Where did it go? I don't know, but I would literally like take pens from all around the house. And mom <laughs> was like, where, do, like, where are our pens going? That's that. <laughs> like, the other thing. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget. I got this real from the book fair. I got I got this really cool purple gel pen. We're like, this is so gay. You like wrote in the purple gel and had a like, glitter in it. And yes. I loved it. Oh, I love this. But I, I, I loved it. I was like, gay. <laughs> and I shoved time. that in there. And it, to this day, I always wonder, did whoever lives there now, it's been what? Twenty years since we lived there. Not that long. Like in wait, in Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. If, if Emma turns twenty-one next month, yeah, I would say nineteen, twenty years since we lived oh there. My God. Have they pulled up the carpets? And if they had, did that opening appear? And if it did not, did they pull back the baseboard? Like, are those pens and pencils still did in they, the like, walls? Go down to the first floor somehow. Like, how far? No, did- no. We, we, it was a ranch-style house. We didn't have oh. a basement. We had nothing. Oh, weird. So that's so, and that's so weird. Where would it go? Because normally the baseboard is just for show. Like there's nothing yeah. behind it. It's just to make the wall look nice. And even then there's just like the, in between the walls, like how, it can't go that far. No, it's and like, I would shove like dozens of pens and pencils. <laughs> I think I shoved like an eraser back there one time. I was like, where is this going? <laughs> it's like some weird like astral plane, like oh gap in the, in, in the, in the universe. <laughs> like, there's like a the- black hole in there. It just sucks <laughs> on my head. <laughs> yeah, so. But so, yeah, and so I, I remember thinking to myself, you know, I could start taking things from people and and shoving them in there. I didn't do that because, because like, I was like, oh, then I can never get them back. You can't return. <laughs> but it was like during that weird like klepto phase. And yeah, like so weird. And then also that was when I started lying too, like in oh. Georgia. Did you I, become like a compulsive liar when you were younger? Just for like a weird gap of time. It was like, I think it was just fourth grade. I remember like my... Our neighbors, I almost said my neighbors, our neighbors <laughs> gave my gave mom a book about lying. And it was like Sesame Street, but like about lying. And I had to read it. It was weird. Why did, like those did, books did like, you have that phase two? It's like lying. Oh, I'm sure I did. It's just like, it was so, like, I remember I would lie like about everything. Every, see, for me, it was probably when I was lying, it was about like shit that Emma and I got into. Oh. And I would like blame stuff on her. Okay. Sorry, well, I, I mean, like, that's not like being a compulsive liar. That's just being a sister. But I was, yeah, I, I wasn't a compulsive liar though. So like, I don't think I, yeah. I don't think I went through like that kind of phase. But like, 
everyone lies about like their siblings and stuff like that. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know, I don't think I was ever that extreme. Oh yeah, it was weird. I remember like I I I'm, we'll, we'll have to ask mom about that later because I remember it got so bad. I remember her th- saying you know about Alex, you know, like my one son is a thief or whatever. He's a criminal, and my uh, other son's a liar. <laughs> and it's just Said so. Emma weird. and I were the angel children. Yeah, no. It's like so perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Already um, bad enough being like Alex's ninth birthday president. I mean, my birthday. Like, oh, I know. So probably, yeah. He just like resented me for <laughs> the first few years of his life. Uh, <laughs> like, Sorry. I know. Um, another thing about being a military kid in McGill. I don't know if you guys ever. Straight into a New Jersey episode. <laughs> I mean, it's like the most memories I both yeah, have. That's true. But did you ever do this with your friends where someone in the neighborhood was moving out? So they'd throw a lot of shit out. But you'd go through the stuff and like take stuff. I don't think so. Because we would, me and um, and my guy friends would do it, and we got in a lot of trouble one time. Well, yeah, did was that you guys had the barn, right? Like the, no, the shed, the shed, the, the shed. shed. A lot and, of know, stuff in the shed came from, yeah, yeah. So there's like a random couch in there. Well, no, like that know. was from Ryan's family. It was okay. like the old couch. But so we would steal things because we were also being filmmakers back then, and so we would find new props and this, that, another thing, whatever, whatever. But I'll never forget this one fucking house, and this is like the specific story I wanted to share. Mm-hmm was this these, this one family moved out and the mom was a chain smoker and she smoked inside the house. Ooh. And they even had a tanning bed inside the house. That's because we didn't weird. when we when you lived in McGill, you didn't pay for your, your utilities. Oh you didn't? No. Oh so she's like, I'm gonna take full advantage 1, of this. One thousand percent. Keep so, all the lights on at all times. One thousand percent. So what what ended up happening was they moved out and obviously everything reeked of fucking cigarette smoke. Yeah. Ugh. But so I was taking things and i remember we all we all left them out outside of the shed overnight to let them air out and i took things like a scanner i took things like just like random props i wanted to use for back when i had sam tv and the the original dylan and sam yeah literally that's really what it was was called sam tv and it was like an amanda show ripoff oh my god but so iconic i know literally amanda please but so i then brought them all inside and put them in my closet because alex and i had each each had a closet in our bedroom i'll never fucking forget mom was like why does it smell like (laughs) cigarette smoke in your bedroom and the closet reeks of just cigarette smoke and mom was like you're throwing that shit out because she didn't like think you were smoking at all she knew exactly where it came from the second i I said it came from i don't remember the family's name yeah but she was like oh my god that mother the smoker and that family was one of like the exiled families in the neighborhood that they didn't hang out with anyone else not because anything happened they just thought they were better than everyone else the mom was like this like this like you know rotting away tan tail of the crypt looking creature with bleach blonde hair their daughter's name was barbie stop they named their daughter fucking barbie oh that's just that's never good you're oh, destined no. for a life oh, like- oh yeah and, and and the dad was kind of a dick and so i mean again like who allows like their mother or their wife to smoke indoors in military housing when you know that like you get fined for that shit yeah i can't imagine trying to clean that house after them so fucked up you, oh my god you yeah. need to clean it probably a hundred times oh yeah like, that doesn't get out like it's soaked into oh, the walls oh, exactly. the carpet the floors, oh, yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. everything 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 so oh. that was like that one memory I was on, i'll never forget like and that the second i smell cigarette smoke that sparks really? that memory just so, like a little bit i remember the scanner because you know how uh, <laughs> the how <scanner. laughs> because the scanner has like when, when you open up it had like that pad on the top Mm-hmm. Like that very thin pad. And I don't know what the purpose was. It was to hold the paper in place. Yeah. But I decorated it with like the Sam TV logo and everything. <laughs> Again, what the hell? We're going to use a scanner. I don't know. I thought it just looked cool. I was like, oh, a scanner. This is probably like a thousand dollars. I didn't fucking know. Oh, and they had a karaoke machine oh. that we took. And it was also in the closet. Okay, wait. Why did they leave all this stuff? It was junk. It probably didn't work. Honestly, it probably didn't work. Yeah. But we all were like, oh, my God, things. things. <laughs> and so we took them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so stupid. Oh, I'm just going to take this. Like. I know, I know. But, like, that's what we do is that like, all the families would throw their shit out at the curb. And the kids, I guess just me and my my hoodlum friends would just, like. <laughs> Do hood rat shit with your hood rat friends. Oh, I know. So stupid. Like, so stupid. Yeah. Did you ever experience, I'm going to change the topic. Did you ever experience, like missing out on certain things in school like just like learning about certain things i realized i have never learned about like american history 
Like, I know nothing about the Revolutionary War, Civil War. I didn't take my first, like, real American history class until college. What? But Emma had to take it because she's a year younger than me, so she's a year behind. She had to take it, like, three or four times. Switching between, like, elementary and middle school, like, that phase. Like, Mm. I... Yeah, I never... No. I never... I I don't know anything about, like, that entire period of our, our history. Which, batting off of that, I have experienced the weirdness and the reasons why there should be some form of universal countrywide curriculum that you have to at least like follow a little bit of because when i moved from new jersey to colorado for that one year all my senior year of high school i took freshman courses because in New Jersey, we didn't have to take all of these weird classes, but I didn't have the credits and the, I didn't follow that same curriculum, but I was taking classes in New Jersey that you don't take in Colorado, but I had to fulfill all these weird freshman courses. So my entire senior year was me taking freshman classes as a senior, as a senior. That's like in California, we didn't learn normal history. We learned California history. Like we learned, we spent, went into depth. We went into depth about the gold rush. We had a whole play on it. That's crazy. No, my entire time growing up, it was always American history and world history was like one year. You took world history, I think sophomore year. It was like a big deal. In high school, yeah. In high school. But the rest of that, it was always, it was always American history. Yeah, no, I mean, I took. That's so weird to me. I mean, I took technically US history in um, high school, but that was, we didn't learn a single thing. I think I used one page in my notebook. Like that was a joke, the joke class. That's so but, interesting. But yeah, until like then and then in college, like I took this American history class from Civil War to the present. And even just like appeared around the Civil War, like there was so much I just didn't know. Like I just missed out on so That's much. so and, like, weird to me. I still get confused. Like who was like, I don't even know. Honestly, I can't tell you like who was in the Revolutionary yeah, War. Yeah, was, like what yeah. the sides were in the Civil War. I get confused. Like that's really sad. <laughs> but just like that curriculum but, was like, but I mean, you're right. I'm only a military brat would experience that. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Yeah, and it's like all the stuff I just, yeah, I just didn't learn. Like, wow. I learned. wow. I don't know what was going on in California. They thought they were so special. That they, 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 they teach you only California history. Which I'm like, <laughs> um, you're like one of like the last states in the in the country. Let's be honest. Right. I <laughs> Come on, whatever. You got the gold rush. That's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, and, got nothing else going on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, segment time. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So today's fun segment is a game, right? And it's a game. Ooh, it's, a, it's a game. A shocker. A shocker. I'm playing a game on the Shmi podcast. What? I never heard. It is. Who is she? I like to call weird laws, legal or illegal, <laughs> in the states that we've lived in. Oh, no. <laughs> so I found, so from Belgium, Georgia, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and San Diego, I found weird laws, and you have to guess whether it's legal or illegal to do these things. All right? Oh, I can't wait. All right. So I'm just going to go straight through it in chronological order. Belgium. Is it legal to drive into oncoming traffic? (laughs) I'm going to say, okay, no, it's illegal, but I feel like it's, no, I'm going to say legal. Yeah, it's legal to drive into oncoming traffic in Belgium. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) I know, I know. How are they like... Not have a thousand. I don't. Like, I mean, traffic deaths here. I don't know. Is it All legal right. to own a pigeon in Belgium? Do pigeons even live there? <laughs> <laughs> um, illegal. It's legal. What? You can own a pigeon. <laughs> Who's gonna? Who, first of all, who would want to? I don't nasty. know. Georgia. Is it legal to keep a donkey in a bathtub? Illegal. Yes. <laughs> Is it legal to carry an ice cream cone in your back pocket on Sunday? I know this is illegal. Yes, and only he- on Sunday. Only on t- I've, I've heard this before. I don't know why. Is that so I know that. weird? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who would want? To- <laughs> also, it's like so specific. Only on Sunday. It's illegal. Only on Sunday. I mean, it's it's the Lord's Day. <laughs> um, in Massachusetts, can't have anything touching your butt on the Lord's <laughs> Day. <laughs> is it legal to take lions to the movie? That's legal. It's illegal. Oh, you can't take lines. <laughs> I don't know. But in New Jersey, <laughs> is it legal for gorillas to ride in the back seat of cars in Massachusetts? Illegal. They have yeah. to ride in the front seat. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. How funny is that? <laughs> I it's, was totally making that up. No, yeah. In New Jersey, is it legal for a man to knit during fishing season? I'm going to say that's legal. Yes. No. Okay. 
it's illegal. illegal. A what? man cannot fit or cannot knit during fishing season. What? What? I know. <laughs> okay, stereoty- gender stereotypes. Like. <laughs> Is it legal for birds to poop on statues? I mean, that has to be legal. It's they illegal. Can't... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, stop hey that. you bird. <laughs> stop you're, that. You're gonna get me back, back. <laughs> Just have someone like protect all the statues, like shoot them down. <laughs> I know. Like, what? And that's... Like how in New Jersey, whenever we would have squirrels attacking like the vegetable garden or the plants, mom would just sit there with like <laughs> yeah, the hose yeah, and spray. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Good times. <laughs> and then the final one in San Diego. Is it legal to wear high heels higher than two inches? legal it's illegal what but if you want to you have to have a permit i'm sorry could you imagine first of all, who wears heels lower than three inches anymore but again most of these laws are about women and, and they're like yeah what the hell trying to control us yeah like, like yeah i know what was that yeah. made like 1800 i mean what's crazy too is that there's all like there's every state every county every every country has so many outdated laws they're just not enforced they probably they're, they're not they enforced. exist but not only that but they could be if someone really wanted to, but it requires like I I think don't quote me on this, but I think it requires a specific person in the government of each you know department or mm-hmm. whatever it is to literally sit there and just go one by one by one and like get oh, like the governor oh or the mayor God. like stop. and so just there's like fuck it like it's no no point. One's, yeah no one even knows this yeah. exists like, yeah I mean there, there are states where like. You know, I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, you can't hold hands in public and like all this kind of stuff or or, or like you can't honk past a sandwich shop past 8 p.m. And yeah, like, like no one, <laughs> like what? Yeah. Why was that even like for because that to be created, then, but for that to be created like an actual oh, yeah. written law? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 How much of a problem was that? Or, or just some, there's some curmudgeon old man back in the day in the 1800s when it was so easy. All they did was literally write on a piece of paper and like I the three basically do that now. And like the three people that lived, lived in the town were like, yeah. Yay. Yeah. The three people. What's this best in Michigan? <laughs> so that was legal or illegal. That was like that game we played the other night. Like, talking about, yeah. Baller Dash. Yeah, talking yeah. about like, wacky laws. Like, I love that game. Just can't believe like some of these exist. Like, yeah. It's just fun to think about. I know. I know. States are whack. <laughs> <laughs> I probably also in like, like the Midwest, like shit like that, or like in <sighs> was it which one? Which state has like one of the Mormons? Is that Idaho or Utah? I, I mean, a lot of them do. Well, yeah. but, like there's like one like iconic like Mormon state. <laughs> Kansas. No. Texas. It's no. It's what it Utah. Is, I, is it Utah? Utah. Okay. I knew it was Utah. one of those. Yeah, it is Utah. Oh, that was it. You don't have anything else to say about no, it? No, so that's why, like, a bunch of weird laws. Oh, it's like, oh, just, oh, like, oh. oh just how oh, strict okay, they yeah, are. Uh, like, yeah. uh-huh. No, just, like, you know how strict, like, Mormons are. <laughs> like, I know. But I don't know what kind of shit goes uh, on there. It's so stupid. Did you ever experience other, when, when you met other kids who were military brats that weren't, like, from our neighborhood, did you ever experience them being socially awkward? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, oh my yeah. God. So it wasn't just me. No, even, like, shout out to Kenna, my best friend Kenna, like... She, from high school, she's a military brat. She actually also moved right before her senior year to um, Texas and the year later moved to Colorado. Like, very hard on her. And like, she's, like, always been, like, more shy. Like, that's yeah. going. Like, when she knows someone, like, she's very outgoing. Like, she's yeah. a fun person. I love her. But, yeah, it's just, like, you're, like, always shy. Like, And I feel like I experienced that a lot in high school, too. Like, I wasn't always, like, the most popular outgoing um, at the time. Um, just, like, it just, like, kind of sucks. Like, you don't come into a new place. You don't know anyone. A lot of these people, like... They know each other for their entire lives. And so I was like, I don't think I was like necessarily socially awkward, maybe in middle school, but like in going to high school, I was just like very shy. But just coming to college, like I completely outgrew that. It's like knowing that like everyone, yeah. like nobody knew each other in oh, college. Oh, totally, totally. But I remember in middle school and high school, there was certain people who lived on base and they were the fucking weirdest kids and i still to this day do not understand why they were i, I again i mean i i can't just say oh all military kids are a certain way because obviously that's not like one single trait yeah. of someone but in my mind we are being raised to be adaptive we're being raised to literally learn how to talk to people 
and make friends constantly and change up your life and change up your personality and evolve. And it was always so weird to me that I would meet other military kids. I'm like, why are you so fucking weird? Like, why can't you, you talk can't to someone? Yeah, you can't afford to be awkward. Like, Thank you're not, you. You're never going to get anywhere in life. Thank you. And especially, you need to literally own the fact that you could be the coolest motherfucking kid on the planet because you lived here and you lived there. That was always like, okay, everyone share your fun facts. Oh my that God. Was every, I'm, Okay, oh, yeah. like this is where I lived, like go through the whole like spiel, like and everyone's like, oh my god, what? Like, just going through, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and, oh, it's whatever. Oh, yeah, and and mom talked about it on episode five how most kids their big trip was going to Disney World or somewhere yes, in South yes. Carolina. Like that was like, I'm like, girl, I'm like, but I've been to fucking Europe, Disney, <laughs> <been> Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so people just like don't get out, like. Even just living here, like I've talked to so many people, they're like, oh, I've never left the state. I was like, what? I know. Oh, I know. Like, and first of all, we're in a very small state right now. You I just, know. Like, just drive yes. an hour and yeah. you're going to be in Pennsylvania. Like, and not only that, somewhere. but it's so interesting then when they are so gung-ho about getting out. Like, I need to get out of this town. And blah, 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 blah. and then they stay. And then they oh, stay. Yeah. And then they get complacent. Because that's the other, that is the other side of it. You and I battle with we need we constantly feel like we need to change we constantly mm-hmm. feel like we need to do need to evolve but there's people who've never left their hometown where they are so complacent and comfort where they are that they in their mind are probably thinking i have everything i've ever known here mm-hmm. why do i need anything else and they're so shut out from the rest yes. of the world like, yes it's amazing how much they just don't realize yeah like especially like when you get states like i know like the county we're in, like, it could be particularly racist. Yeah. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> what? Here? Country, the county next over is, like, KKK capital. <sighs> so that says a lot. And just, like, living, like, just, it's all you know. Like, they just, you never got, like, oh, my God, you don't know anything. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. their, their parents taught them, like, everything they know. They won't, like, get out there. And you see these people, like, and they, I seen, like, when coming into college, like, yep. Everyone becomes liberal in college. Like, oh, yeah. it's impossible oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You actually learn about shit. Yep. Yeah. And like you're forced to like see all this stuff and like when it's everything like your decisions start like affecting you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when you get like upwards, like, like voting and stuff like that. Like they're like, oh my God, like they don't they're yeah. just so lost in the world. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Well, on that note. <laughs> That was today's episode. Aww. So thank you for listening to us being military brats and being brats about being military brats because we're spoiled. <laughs> so I, spoiled. And you wish you could be us. <laughs> oh my God, I know. Who would want to be us? Who would be me? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about like who's a family narcissist. I'm like, oh, all of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. I <laughs> <Actually>. know. Spoiled <laughs> rotten. Well, I am your host at Sam Pavlicero on Instagram and at Shmi Podcast. This was my co-host of the day. Becca at, I think it's Becca.Thurston. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a follow. (laughs) And a shout out. You know. (laughs) All right. Well, I will see you guys next week. All right. Have a great week, guys. I will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.